You're listening to Ready, Set, Glow, the podcast. We're your hosts, Jaren A. Rayford and Autumn Hubbard. We're two 20-somethings determined to refine our inner glow by standing firm in our faith, learning from our pageant experiences, developing authentic relationships, and building killer businesses as entrepreneurs. Every week, we're bringing you our best success tips for leveling up in your life, your business, and your next competition. Are you ready? Let's glow. What's up, y'all? Welcome back. We're so excited. We keep saying that. (laughs) Um, This is your exclusive for Carly Batson, the last exclusive in the Glow Gang of the season. So thanks for sticking with us, y'all. This is going to be an amazing Glow Gang exclusive because Carly is the Miss North Carolina right now. I don't know why I said the. <laughs> I think I was going to say the something. But anyways, she is Miss the current. Something. The current. There we go. Thank you. Taking the words right out All of the mouth. above. <laughs> and we just had an amazing episode with her on the podcast. So if you haven't listened to that yet, you can listen to this first, but definitely go and listen to that as well because she dropped some gems there too. Um, but you know, we wanted to be able to bring her into the Glow Gang and get a couple of exclusive things for you guys. Mm -hmm. hi everyone (laughs) sorry (laughs) as you can see it's much more laid back i can tell the glow game what just happened i was looking at a new feature that our podcast um equipment thing has on the bottom i was reading and then it was my turn so i'm sorry glow gang all right so the question that um I have is mentality is so important and I feel like it's something that we talk about all the time and you know sometimes I'm like is this redundant like we are we're always like we're always talking about mental shifts and even in other things like my business like a lot of the podcasts and the um people that I will pay for to listen to and speak at conferences and things like that there's so much talk about like your mindset and it's because our mindset is like always there's so many things that can deter us. It's something mm-hmm. that you really do have to refocus and readjust like not only every day, but sometimes several times a day. Oh, yeah. um, so competition mindset um, is something that I want to dive into a little bit. What would you say that the difference in, in your mindset year one, um, because you were, you know, your mindset had to be pretty good because you came and double prelimed and like top 10 as a fresh like graduated freshly graduated high school student uh but what was your mindset shift like from year one to year three right um hmm lots of things gosh I mean coming into the Miss North Carolina organization being a complete outsider um not knowing exactly quite I was getting into. Um, I think my first year I was just trying to survive. Lack of a better words, I was just trying to get through the week, um, do my best at every, you know, stopping point along the way, each event, each preliminary competition. Um, but all in all, I just wanted to do well, um, make my mom proud and get out of there. So that was kind of the mindset at first. And I don't think that works. Um, Looking back, um, of course, I was proud um, of the preliminary awards and, and, you know, my work from that week. Uh, Absolutely. But 
my mindset was not where it needed to be whatsoever. Um, second year going in, uh, I think I had noticed this and was starting to make a little, little bit of changes up there in my head, um, especially when I got to Miss North Carolina, but especially like a good like month or two before. Um, I had been prepping, you know, since I had won my local title of Miss Greater Sampson, but you know, when it's starting to be that time and it's getting real, um, I definitely felt that mental switch. And I think it had a lot to do, gosh, it's hard to explain like out loud in words, what's going on in your brain. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I ha- it had a lot to do with really realizing what was truly at stake. And that might be different for everyone. Um, for me, Miss North Carolina was an opportunity that I wasn't going to get anywhere else. Um, for the scholarship opportunities, the networking opportunities, opportunities to travel across our state, across our country, um, meet so many different people and have all of these experiences. So when I really, <clears throat> sorry, <laughs> took down and looked at, you know, what was at stake and what I had to do to get close to that, I think that's when things really shifted for me. Because at first, I really thought of Miss North Carolina as, you know, a title and a pageant. Because what else, what else did I know? But Mm -hmm. um, after having that first experience the first year and and seeing, you know, Laura Matrazo walk away with thousands of dollars in scholarships, and even um, her runners up walking away with thousands of dollars in scholarship, I was like, okay, okay, wait a second. Like this, this is not a game in a negative way, but it's a game just like any other sport game would be. Um, and it, it's time to turn it on and it's time to time to play the game. And so third year um, after being crowned Miss Cleveland and being impacted by the pandemic and having to sit back for quite some time, not being able to get into a studio, not being able to get out and talk to people, having to learn more about the internet that I ever wanted to learn. (laughs) Um, And, you know, jumping in on Zooms and doing all these things virtually, the game, the game changed um, in my brain. And I saw this organization and the opportunities from this organization as um, a career opportunity for me, and um, more so a networking opportunity than um, what was considered just like a scholarship um, life experience opportunity before. And so when the game changed, um, it required me to change my game as well. So things kind of took off from there. And I think mentally the biggest advice I would have or anything like that would be to look at what the end goal of what you want is and then very strategically and intentionally look at what steps are needed to either a reach to the goal or just get close to the goal um because that is super incredible and amazing in its own way. I mean, being a runner up, being second runner up, being a double preliminary winner, being a candidate at Miss North Carolina is something that should be celebrated and a success in its own. Um, But for me, being a very type A, very logical person, um, it 
it really came down to exact, clear um, intentions to to get there. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah, totally. <laughs> that makes a ton of sense. Yeah, um, good. And it kind of it kind of leads me into this question too. Is like, what was your strategy, or what would you suggest someone do when they're preparing? So, like for example, this is airing. I mean, we're like. State is tomorrow. Might as well be. State is tomorrow. <laughs> and, Absolutely. You know, what what should someone be doing right now to prepare themselves for that week at Miss North Carolina? Or right. At okay. Miss whatever, because there's other states in here too. Yes. Hello, other states. By the way, if you're not from NC, please apply all of these to whatever <laughs> wherever you may be. Um, but for me, what was helpful was staying up to date on current events. So every day I was watching the news, I was taking key notes of, you know, things that I considered to be important. Um, but at the same time, if we're, we're in the month of your, if, of your big competition. So for months before this, hopefully you've been kind of checking in with the social environment, seeing what's happening, what's going on. And a lot of those things that have been happening throughout your year as a local title holder or throughout your year before this competition happened don't matter at all anymore. And I think that was a big deal for me. I'd have, you know, stacks and stacks of notes and papers about events that by the time I got to state competition or by the time I got to Miss America, weren't in the news anymore. No one knew about them and it didn't matter. So I think it's, you know, getting the content, taking that down, and then really keynoting just like one or two things that still affect the world today. So that was like my interview tactic. Um, and then in the same way, interview tactics, I feel like a lot of interviews are most successful when they are not so political or they're not so um, about current events. And they're more about you and who you would be as the next state title holder. So while I'm, you know, looking at the news and watching what's going on in the world, I'm also saying, you know, these are three words that describe me right now. These are, you know, the ways I feel about myself. This is what I want to do as Miss North Carolina. And then that might change. And it might evolve and develop as you continue to practice. But I think what's important for me, at least, was getting these thoughts and these, you know, potential questions and potential answers out of my head and onto a piece of paper, not necessarily to memorize, but to visually see it. Very type A, very visual learner. Um, So that was kind of my practice for speaking at a pageant, whether that was on stage or in the interview room. And then talent. um, I'm a dancer, so I don't know much about, you know, vocal talents or instrumentalist or, you know, those off the wall amazing talents that I wish I could do. I just saw someone compete with a basketball dribbling, dribbling talent. And I was like, that's incredible. I wish I would have done that. But (laughs) I think for me as a dancer, changing from what I had been doing, which is just, you know, going in, running it with the music, getting comfortable, you know, creating new quality choreography, seeing what I could do. Um, 
it started to really develop into focusing on the details in the last month and practicing with like performance each and every time. Um, I know a big mistake that I made my first year competing at Miss North Carolina was just assuming that I could, you know, turn on the performance and the face and the emotional quality of my dance when I got there. Um, and that was not, that was not helpful. I, I busted my behind. Um, I don't know if you remember, but I fell, I I fell, um, because I was super anxious and super nervous and just not prepared to have the, I don't know, the full, the full glow, um, on. So I think in this last month, it's really important whether you're a dancer or not to be practicing your talent exactly how you're going to be doing it on stage um or to the best of your ability and then with like walking and modeling and those things um those are the fun parts for me so I I I love to put on you know a dress and and give it a flick and a kick and back when there was swimsuit I was I was eating it up um okay can I interject and say yeah pretty sure I was after Carly because she was Wilmington and I was Wilson. Wilson. Mm-hmm. And I don't do dance stuff, okay? When I model, it's like very, like I'm I'm in there and I'm out of there and I might do a little like a small half turn with a little kick or something. And, but it and is let me not... interject. No, 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 no. Let me interject because Darren A., your swimsuit walk was amazing. Fabulous. I remember talking about it to everyone. I was like, did y'all see her up there? But did it have and a I turn? I know you. So good. No. Okay, you may not have had a turn, but you had confidence. Okay, you keep going. Well, thank Go you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Swimsuit? It wasn't even in swimsuit. God. It was in the opening number, okay? Oh. So I just went up to the opening in the opening number, and I was like, Miss Wilson, da, da, da. And I was like, you know, I did a little shoulder, watch away. Carly got up there. I still remember it to this day. It was like a triple turn. Like, I don't even understand how she did that with heels. She literally spun three times on like one foot. She's like, Miss Wilmington. <laughs> and walked away. And I was like, why did she have to do awesome. that right before me? Like, I looked like such a dweeb. Opening anyway. number at, at Miss North Carolina, because I know it's, it's different, different everywhere. But Miss North Carolina opening number is like, a whole large group production number. It I don't is. even know singer, how to explain get it. On board. If you're a singer, yeah. you're a singer, you need to practice before you get there. I mean, honestly, if you're a you dancer, need to you probably should practice before you get there too. But if you're yes. a singer and you know that it's not your realm of greatness, then don't don't just get there and show Try up. To go and to the mm-hmm. You need to you need to practice yes. that opening number. You need to practice introducing yourself and doing your little pivot turn or whatever you want to do. Yeah, do something because, because those dancers do something. are doing triple pirouettes for the dancers are going to come for blood during the. <laughs> they are. Carly okay. Only came for blood, but anyways, <laughs> yes, share that. yes, and no. Um, was I coming for blood? Mm, maybe a little bit, but also opening number and modeling and like evening gown, red carpet, whatever you want to call it is like the fun part of this mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. So I just live it up. I'll live it up on stage. And I think you should too. That's my advice. <laughs> Even if you're a singer. Still Even if you're a singer, singer or a, piece, or a drummer or, or a pianist Ooh. or a painter, a what, what have you. would be like really cool. 
Okay, Miss Kansas at Miss America this past year did a uh, a drumming routine. Super cool. Wow. I mean, it's a talent. Find a drummer and make him a pageant person. Right. So I can take credit for bringing that to North Carolina. Oh my gosh. I know. (laughs) I wish. I wish North Carolina had some some more different type of talent. I think that'd be interesting Mm -hmm. to see. I mean, we have fantastic talents in North Carolina. Mm -hmm. Um, So no hate. I think it's great. I'm entertained at every local, every, every state competition. Um, But I'm, no, I'm ready to see something different as it a dancer, as someone who does the same dance, you know, every year. Yeah, I'm ready to see yeah, something sure. different. <laughs> I got you. Oh, well, thank you so much, Carly, for giving yes, your time you. We are so thankful, and I'm sure the Glow Gang is very thankful, and all of the podcast listeners that were able to hear your episode mm-hmm. as well. Um, this is a guys. big deal. This is a big deal. So we just want to give you all the flowers and congratulations on graduating and getting the title in a few and just being you. Congratulations on all of that and good luck in your future endeavors, even though we're going to stay in touch. But, you know, we're just saying yeah. good luck. I was like, <laughs> so formal. Thank <laughs> you, guys. I've so endeavors. enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. I've awesome. so enjoyed well, it. This has been so fun. Yes. Well, thank you so much, Carly. And Glow Gang, do it do what the woman says if you want her job or if you want her job in another state. Um, or if Period. you want a national win. She shared some good things today. So go ahead and start putting them into practice mm-hmm. because and best of luck. Yes. yes. Good luck, best y'all. Of luck. luck to everyone. All right, bye friends. <laughs>